Hi, my name's Robbie, and this is my podcast. Oh my god, I just want to be out of isolation. That's right, I got put in isolation housing. I'm on day four of a 10-day quarantine, and I think I'm going insane. We don't even have time to cover it this episode, so it'll be the next one. But first, the quote of the day from one Doug Young. This is for priority purposes only and should not be used as investment advice. What the fuck does that mean? You'll find out in less than five minutes. It's the first week of my last semester at classes. We're celebrating National Data Privacy Week. And get those diamond hands out, baby rocket ships. We're going to the moon. That's right. We're talking about stonks, baby. I'm not fucking leaving. All that and more. We're going to fit in the next four minutes of your day. Let's go. Let's face it, I wouldn't be where I was if it weren't for the classmates that helped me get through. So let's talk to a few of them. Ronak, how does it feel to be going into your last semester? A little sad that I will never again in my life be able to be high or drunk every day of the week and call it college and not a serious disorder. Cece, what are you going to miss most about being in college? The homies. It's a very fair point indeed. Juliana, what about you? What's your greatest takeaway from college? Oh, shit. Drinking. (laughs) All right, and finally, Jake, what's one thing you wish you could have told your freshman self? Fucking send it, you know? Just all the time. Like, serious, anytime you have the opportunity to send it, you should send it. You gotta send it. This week, we celebrate National Data Privacy Day. And to illuminate how important data privacy is, I want to tell you just how much I know about you listening to this podcast. I'm doing this with the intention of making you realize that all of your data is out there and it might be more than you think. The results might disturb you, so buckle up. Let's go! Well, for starters, I know that the vast majority of you, 768 to be exact, listen from North America. I know about you listening from Wang, Hong Kong. Did I say that right? And I know I have more African listeners than I do South American listeners. Thanks, Africa. Now let's come back home for a second. Philadelphia is my second most popular city. Step the fuck up, yo. And to the 188 of you that listen in the greater Boston area, I can't believe I'm saying this. Thank you. You're better than my hometown for once. 66 of you listen within the city limits. I have 18 in Alston, one on Glenville Ave, third floor, right behind me? What's up, Jimbo? Okay, okay, so Doug might be my roommate, which is why I know everything about him. But here's what's important. If you want to take further steps to protect your data and make sure less of it is out there, go to google.com and search how to protect my data because I'm a fucking idiot. Speaking of Doug, he also happens to be the person in my life that knows the most about finance. Some crazy shit's been happening this week, so we turn to him again to find out why. Hey, Doug, what the hell is going on in the market right now? Currently, what's happening in the market is there's a giant short squeeze. Are you talking about GameStop, AMC, BlackBerry, Nokia? These stocks have recently gone up hundreds of percent, and hedge funds are having to cover their shorts and taking massive losses. What the hell are you talking about? Understand what short selling is. What is short selling? Short selling is when you borrow a share from another person. I borrow a share from you, Robbie. I pay you a dollar for doing so, and you can't sell it for the next two months. So I can't sell it for the next two months, but you can sell it, which you do, and then at the end of the two months, you hope to buy it back at a lower price, give me the stock back, and then you get to keep the profit, right? Where's the downside in that? The problem with short selling is if the stock goes up, you still have to buy it back. Which, in that case, when you give the stock back, you'd give it back to the person at a higher price, meaning that they make money. And also, notably, you lose the money. I understand that now, but why is GameStop trading at 450 
$50 when it was trading at five about a week ago. What's driving the price up is a bunch of Reddit users have realized that there's a lot of people short selling it and they know that these people are gonna have to buy back the stock eventually. If they can drive the price up and then force these hedge funds to buy back the stock at a higher price and they can make a lot of money off of it. And they are. And they are so far. So far, now- I can't imagine that these billion dollar hedge funds would stay in this fight without a path to victory. What's their move here? The hedge fund guys will win if the Reddit users blink and they start selling their shares. And if they're able to push the price down and cover at a lower price, then they can get out of this essentially scot-free. So then how do the Redditors, the retail investors win? The retail investors will win if they're able to put enough pressure on the hedge funds where they're forced to cover the shorts at a much higher price. And then they're able to sell their stocks back to the hedge funds at a much higher price when they're forced to cover the shorts. So essentially, if all of the Redditors just don't sell their stocks, the hedge funds are screwed. Powered to the proletariat and the big guys actually lose one for once. I think so. That's <laughs> I hope so. Well, Doug, thanks for coming on and making sense of that. And with that, five minutes is come and gone. We'll have to get to the rest of it next time. And in the meantime, thanks so much for joining me. And we'll see you next time on the most interesting five minutes of your day. My name is Robbie, and that was my podcast. Fucking thing sucks.